Welcome back to Brain Ablaze, a weekly podcast about epilepsy, by people with epilepsy, for everyone. I'm your host, David Clifford. In this episode, I'll provide tools that anyone can use to discover which triggers affect their seizures. If you're new to Brain Ablaze, I just want to state that I'm not a medical expert. I'm just someone that has struggled with ins and outs of epilepsy for almost three decades. The longer one has seizures, the more likely one will start to find patterns in one's behavior that could potentially cause a seizure. These patterns are commonly called seizure triggers. The food we eat, the liquids we drink, and just the life that we live trigger our seizures. We covered a list of common triggers last season in an episode called Let's Talk Triggers. Here's a simple review. Flashing lights, missing your medication, stress, lack of sleep, caffeine, abnormal blood sugar levels, alcohol and drugs, complication with other meds, fever, hormones. <laughs> Throughout the remainder of last season, we had listeners provide feedback concerning that early episode. Their main report was, It's great to know all the common triggers, but how do I determine what actually triggers my seizures? A common trap for us is assuming that our doctor is going to determine our triggers for us. This is a process that is usually left to the patient to work out for themselves. Most of my neurologists would point me to a common list of triggers and say, Don't ever do these things. That is a great starting strategy, of course. Sometimes the root cause or trigger of a seizure is completely obvious. If you go out drinking with your buddies and then at 2 a.m. they're stuffing you into an ambulance, you're sure as heck not going to drink with your buddies again, right? Cause and effect. That is the best case scenario. Sometimes, though, you might be minding all of your known triggers and a breakthrough seizure occurs. How do you find a trigger when you didn't know the trigger could actually affect anyone's seizures in the first place? How do you discover a new trigger? That's where a journal comes in. When I mentor a journal... A lot of you may immediately think that I'm talking about something like this. Oh my sweet Jezebel, as I pine for you now, we move out in the morn, for if I not make it back to you in a fortnight, tell stories of my bravery to her twelve children. Or maybe something like this. My mom just doesn't understand me. Why doesn't she get how big a deal it is that Jason likes me? He's a junior after all. It's not like that at all. I kept a journal for years. It contained everything I can think of that could possibly affect my seizures. Here's a short list containing the most useful. The date, time, and duration of each seizure. If I had taken my meds correctly that day. If a medication prescription had changed. Any side effects that I felt. My mood on a 10 scale. One being, sorry to disappoint you, guess I'm too dull to be around. Ten being, party on, dudes! My stress level, also on a ten scale, one being, alright, alright, alright. And the other one, no, God! Time I went to bed and woke up, time I ate my meals and if I ate anything out of the ordinary, and start and end dates of any illnesses. Now that I know about catamelian epilepsy, if I menstruated, which I don't, I would have tracked the starting and end dates of my menstrual cycle. We really can't make decisions without having data. The data takes a situation from I feel or I remember to I know. When discovering a new trigger, one can look at the days before the seizure to determine if there's anything that blatantly stands out. You can take these candidates to your neurologist and present the data. See what she thinks. Have you found a less common seizure trigger? Or are you creating conspiracy theory? You can deny all the things I've seen all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth.
There's also another case where a seizure journal is incredibly useful. What happens when you have a seizure and there are plenty of triggers to choose from? What tool can you use to determine the trigger that was the root cause? The five whys is a problem-solving technique that can be applied to determine the root cause of any system by repeatedly asking the word, why? The method was invented by Sakashi Toyota, the founder of Toyota in the 1930s. It became popular worldwide in the 1970s when Toyota used it to solve a host of manufacturing problems. Toyota executives left the boardroom to seek help from the employees that had the in-depth knowledge of how things worked in the manufacturing floor. The method describes that to get to the root cause of any big problem, it takes about five iterations of repeatedly asking why to smaller problems. Here's how it works. Why did we have a seizure yesterday? Our journal says we weren't sleeping well for the last couple of days. Why weren't we sleeping well? Our journal says we ate our meals late. You know how we get when we eat too much right before we go to bed. Why are we eating our meals so late? We got distracted and didn't realize the time. Can we set an alarm on our phone so next time we'll eat on time? On it. Why are we getting distracted in the first place? There's this new video game that came out. It's pretty awesome. You're this guy and you're blasting these other guys. Here, take a look. So why are we playing this video game too much? I wouldn't say we're playing it too much. I mean, we're an adult and we can make our own decision. If you want to play, we can play. David, our journal says that our mood is pretty down and we're stressed. There's a pandemic still going on. There's literally nothing to do during lockdown. What if to improve our mood, we spent more time with our family and the people we love rather than playing? Okay. You do know that talking to yourself is one of the first signs of mental illness, right? In that last example, we could have stopped after learning that our sleep hygiene wasn't up to par. The whole point of the five whys is to look past the first solution to figure out the correct solution. If one fixes a symptom of the problem, one may not actually fix the problem. The more you use the five whys technique, the better and faster you will become. And after a while, patterns of root causes of your seizures will emerge. Not everyone is affected by each of the common triggers. Maybe you weren't triggered by caffeine. By working with your neurologist to determine your triggers, you can actually provide more freedom in your life. You can mind your triggers rather than minding all triggers. We would love to hear any of your comments or questions regarding this or any of our other episodes. You can reach out to us via email at social at or on Twitter at brainablaze. If you like this episode, consider subscribing or even helping us by providing a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your content. One small click really does help. See you next time.